This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the dude. If you're out wandering around having yourself a good time, having a few drinks with your friends, remember to drink responsibly. Don't drink and drive. If you feel like that you need to get home, get home safe, I suggest you ride Uber. Uber is really easy to use. You get yourself the app on your phone. Just order up a car. They'll come right out to you and take you wherever you need to go. Hey, and to help you out, I suggest you use this invite code. A-N-T-H-O-N-Y-W-2-6-6-0-4-U-I. That's Anthony W-2-6-6-0-4-U-I. You use that invite code, you get $5 off your first ride. Remember, it's okay to go out and have fun. Just remember, be safe. Don't drink and drive. Hey, welcome back to another edition of Hey Bartender Podcast. I'm the dude. I'll be serving tonight. Let you talk about whatever you want. Don't know what you want to talk to me about? Talk to me about anything, as long as it doesn't have to do with politics, religion, or really sports. A bartender that doesn't talk about sports? Yep, they do exist. Yeah, I just never really got into this stuff. Just too hard to keep up with. But anyway, let's start off this podcast the way I love to start it out. Let's talk about drinks. This episode's drink comes from Jordan at Mortimer's Bar in the epicenter of Charlotte, North Carolina. I walked up to Jordan because, wow, she was pretty. And I asked her, hey, Jordan, what kind of drink do you got that well, we can talk about on the podcast? She told me about this drink that she calls a bad decision. And I laughed at first, and I thought, what kind of a drink out there could be a bad decision? She told me it's a very sweet-tasting drink. What you do is you get a shot and a half of deep Eddie's orange vodka, get about a half, half to a whole shot of Pama's pomegranate schnapps or liqueur, I think. It might have been a liqueur. And then you fill up the glass with Sprite. She says her customers all, all the time come up to her and say, Why do you call this a bad decision? This is an excellent decision. This is a great decision. But she says that uh, ultimately it is a bad decision because it goes down so nicely. Thanks, Jordan. And if you're ever in the uh, North Carolina uh, area, go to the epicenter in Charlotte. Go visit Jordan. Tell her, hey, bartender sent you. Okay, down to business. What do we want to talk about this time? I felt like I want to talk about some sleaze. I want to talk about the dark side of every bar. It's not just the mom and pop bars. It's not the corporate bars. It exists everywhere, wherever you go. It's the sleaze. It's the 
real dirt and grime of every bar situation. Let's start talking about the people. We're not going to single anybody out. There's all sorts of people out there. People who have the worst thing on their mind once they get to the bar. What do I want to do when I get to the bar? Everybody, repeat after me. What do you ultimately want to do when you get get to the bar? Get drunk. Okay, sure. But what's the other thing? Get laid. Okay. And it's not just guys. I've seen girls do this too. And it's hilarious most of the time. But you go in there with the intention of getting drunk. You had a bad day at work. You had a bad moment with your spouse. You had a bad moment with your in-laws. You don't need to drink. You you just want to. And pick whatever excuse you want uh, that week. And I mean, once you reach Wednesday, you're like, dear God, this week ain't over yet. I'm going to need a drink. And then you get to Friday and go, woo, the week is over. I deserve a drink. Saturday, woo, I got to go go drink because I don't have to work tomorrow. Sunday, oh, dear God, I got to work tomorrow. I feel like crap today. Okay, yeah, how many people can st- sit there and tell me that they've said all of that before? You people out there don't need a reason, to, don't just want to go out and get drunk. You need a reason to go out and get drunk. For some reason, you try to justify it every time. Come on, just get out. Have fun. But then again, there's those people that alcohol is not just a beverage. It's medicine. It's a way to deal with life. And I'm not saying that people are consider, should consider themselves an alcoholic if they have to have a drink every night after work. Nah, that's a great way to wind down. Sit back, relax, talk to a few people, laugh, carry on. But think about what type of drunk you are. If you think you're going to go to a bar on, say, a Tuesday night, I'm just going to have a quick one before I go home, quick one before I go see the kids, go see my spouse, try to think of what kind of drunk you are. Because there's always, always that opportunity where, ah, one more won't hurt. Ah, buddy of mine just showed up. I can, I'm gonna, I gotta have one with him. I can't just leave. And all of a sudden you realize it's 10 o'clock. You've kind of overdone it. And you better get home and now. So, you go home. What kind of drunk are you? Are you a happy drunk? Hey, how's it going? Yeah, I had a couple drinks with... Uh, my buddy back at the bar, we had a great time. Sorry I came home late. Are you a mean drunk? What? So what? I stopped for a couple drinks. What are you going to do about it? Ah, screw it. I ate at the bar. Go away from me. Let me just watch some TV. Are you a sad drunk? I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to go be out that long. It's I'm so sorry. It's just, I I had a hard day. Or are you a sleepy drunk? Hey. Oh, yeah. I had a couple drinks. 
Ah, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll go do that. And what? Okay. What kind of drunk are you? If you are a different kind of drunk than anything that I just mentioned, go ahead and get on the Hey Bartender podcast Facebook page. Tell me what kind of bar, t- uh, what kind of bar customer you are. Happy drunk, angry drunk, maybe uh, sexy drunk. Yeah, it has to exist. I mean, alcohol has been out there helping people get laid since forever, right? Now, man, when you go out there, you all can turn into a slime ball, can't you? You can't just be a straight gentleman the whole time. There's just not enough time in the world for that. Besides... If you uh, can't control what you say, you always blame it on the alcohol. Every guy does that. There was one guy I remember. I was bartending one night, and he walks up to two pretty girls sitting at my bar, walks up to the pretty blonde, and says, You are the prettiest 42-year-old I have ever seen. Okay. The first place where he went wrong was the girl was 24. Not 42 years old. I don't even think he said 42, but it was a way higher number than her actual age. So, yeah, you can bet it offended her. Made her friend laugh, though. But, you know, he didn't have control over what he was saying. Of course, this guy, you know, on probably some occasions, he probably thinks he's a real ladies' man. But that night he wasn't. That was the worst pickup line that I've ever heard in my life. Especially to a girl as young and pretty as she was. But the guys, when guys, when we get a couple drinks in our system, we kind of lose that filter or feel like we don't want to use that filter in our head anymore. Guys might, that might be a gentleman 24 seven, you know, don't take advantage of women. Don't try to get them into bed. That can all change with just a few shots of Jack Daniels and all of a sudden you become Ron Jeremy and just whip it out. You know, just tell the girl, hey, hey, you know what would look good on you? Me. Or, yeah, you know what? Hey, you, I, I would love to wear your ass as a hat. Yep, the guys out there do exist. Trust me, ladies. I've seen it. I haven't done it really, but I've seen it. But ladies, guess what? I'm not going to single the men out. Of course, I got to do both sides of the story here. Women out there, they are, you know, they. I do have to side on the fact that they are very emotional. Emotional to the point where the drink in their hand can either amplify or completely give their emotion a complete 180. They can go from happy, woo, to crying at the bar just because they had a half a drink of Chardonnay too many. How many ladies out there can say that? I mean, come on. Just tell the truth, ladies. I mean, I have no problem with it. Sometimes, yeah, I gotta babysit you a little bit and just make sure that you don't do or uh, say something that you're probably going to regret a little bit later. But, you know, 
you got to know your limits. I've seen women go from just casual, hey, how you doing, to dancing on the table with their shirt off. You know what? I'm not going to discourage that. Thank you very much for the ladies, uh, to the ladies who have done that for me in my presence. I'm sorry, but I'm a guy. Yes, I enjoy that. But, you know, I try to control them too, you know, because I don't want them to embarrass themselves. And there's a lot of guys out there that will take advantage of that situation. Now, because guys, they see a woman that's drunk dancing by herself, shirt off. It's like putting a, I don't know, a deer with four broken legs in the middle of a pride of lions that are drunk. And, you know, bad things are going to happen. So, you know, have a friend with you or something like that that might be able to control you. Or if you have that friend that won't control you and thinks, uh, put another drink in you, and you get even uh, get even funnier, get even weirder, eh, why not bring them too? Let's just see how nasty this girl can get. But when it comes to the slime, the dark underbelly of the bar scene, let's talk about that a little bit. You got these guys. We'll start with the guys. Sorry, guys. I'm going to give away some of our secrets. We walk up to you. We're casual very nice if you're willing to talk to us that is there have been guys that i've seen that got shot down within a second all they did was just walk up and say hey how you doing and the girl says not interested okay uh sorry and the guy turned around and he walked away felt really sorry for that guy he's actually a good guy but there are other guys you know if they get the in they say hey how you doing start talking a little bit And then all of a sudden the girl realizes, oh my God, I've been talking about sex for the last five minutes. How did that happen? Yeah, guess what? The guy did his Jedi mind trick on you. Now all you're thinking about is sex. And that's totally up to the woman whether whether or not she goes home with the guy or not, whether she's that interested. Or if the guy's respectful enough to not give her another couple drinks and throw her in the car and go have his way with her. And guys, check this out. If you don't do that, there is a chance, a small chance, that you can go back to the bar the next day or the next week, whatever your schedule is, and be comfortable with or with the people around there. You don't have to change bars just to avoid that girl because she was embarrassed or whatever. In you know, because. Women talk about us. All women do, especially in social situations like a bar. They'll stand around and tell every little secret. Maybe a few lies here and there, too. But, you know, they'll tell every secret to all their girlfriends. And then that is why when sometimes you walk into your local bar after you've been with somebody and all of a sudden all of her friends turn and look at you and sometimes laugh, let's, let's admit it, and you automatically go to the part where she said you had a small dick. Okay, now you're embarrassed. Oh, maybe you get a little sympathy out of one of her friends, but you know, you know, ultimately you are embarrassed. But in you, so you have to change bars. So I have seen some really creepy guys just hanging around the bar. Oh, there's this one dude. I don't know what his problem was. 
you could tell that the nights where he absolutely wanted to get laid, and to my knowledge, he never succeeded, but you could tell because he wouldn't wear his baseball cap, he'd keep his slightly tinted prescription glasses on, wear a pink shirt with a leather vest. Dear God. I mean, this dude, was was he stuck in the 80s or something like that? Do you think he was the original guitar player for Whitesnake? Give me a break. And the thing, his move, his, his move to get the girl's attention is if he saw a girl that he was interested in, maybe a girl that's a little too bubbly and might give him the time of day, he would just walk over and stand near her. Just stand what the girls referred to as uncomfortably close and sat there and hoped, she's going to talk to me. She's going to talk to me. I'll smile at her. She's going to talk to me. And I never saw any girl give him the time of day. It was funny as hell to me. I mean, he did try to walk up and talk to a couple girls. Hell, he even tried to talk to some of my coworkers, acting like he's uh, some kind of hotshot. But ultimately... They said, uh, you're creepy. I'm going away now. Well, that was that guy, though. But I'm not going to sit here and spend my time telling about every single personality that I saw in the bar. I mean, sure, there are a lot of good people in there. But you got to watch out for the weird ones. And the weird ones are based on what type of person you think is weird. I think everybody's weird. And most of the time, I think that's really cool. And I mean, there was guys that could walk into a bar and just talk to any woman and immediately have them eating out of his hand. I have no idea what he uh, what he did. And he was a goofy looking bastard, too. And but girls loved him. I just don't understand why. Uh, must he must have wore the right cologne or something like that. Uh, I don't know. Oh, but there are women out there that are questionable. There are women out there that are a little weird. I can talk about a few of them. See, there's one woman. She was hanging around in the bar that I was working at. And she would pretty much go home with, well, whoever asked her, really. And not a lot of guys asked her because, well, road hard, put away wet type of thing. And, but the times that she did uh, get asked, yeah, she'd hop in their car and go, go back to their place for whatever reason. If the guy even had innocent thoughts in their mind, this one dude told me, he just, she asked about his records, his albums. And he said, sure, come on over and we can take a look at my record albums. And he was acting all innocent about it. But then he goes into goes into the back, you know, they're talking, looking at his records. All of a sudden he realized she drank all the beer in his refrigerator. And then when he came back, he went into the back room, came back out. There she was naked on the couch. Now he's a gentleman. He didn't say whether or not he took it any farther than that, but, uh, that was, he said it weirded him out a little bit, but the same woman she hung around the bar enough, and then she found this old guy. I mean, 
he had to be, I don't know, late 50s, 60s, somewhere around there. And she went home with him, and all of a sudden he realized, I'm paying her rent? What the, what the hell? How did that happen? And then he had to play the game where he had to avoid her in order to keep from paying her rent every month. And so she would search the town every now and then for him and trying to find him. Like, he said he would pay my rent. Okay, you got to you know, look for the red flags on that one, guys. I don't know what to tell you what to do. Then the other uh, type of girls that are out there. Women that are just too pretty to be there, but they're there every night anyway. There, I've seen a number of girls that have gone into the bar and truthfully, yes, they are pretty, but they know it. And pretty much every guy that walks up and talks to them, they're just like, yeah, keep trying. Oh, I bet you'd uh, really want to sleep with me, but it's not going to happen. Uh, you know, but we can be friends, but I'm going to take you to the edge and then back off, say that we're, we should stay friends. It would be too weird if we did anything. Boy, did that happen a lot constantly uh i mean there was one girl i even became friends with uh i i sat there and i watched her even when this lesbian couple came up to her i don't even remember if the lesbian couple made any innuendos to her saying hey about how about you come back to our place i'm sure i would remember something like that but she was like oh you wish and I was like, what? And even they looked like that they had that thought, like, did we ask you something we don't remember? And uh, so, you know, she it's not like she was stuck on herself. Well, maybe kind of. But it's just, she was pretty. She knew it. And she really knew how to play the field. I have to hand it to her. I mean, not that she had to play that hard. She was pretty. But uh, she would take guys to the brink and then just all of a sudden say, no, no. And then the guy goes home and beats off because, he, you know, he just couldn't control himself anymore. You know, sorry about that, guys. Women out there are like that. And truthfully, I think they're a lot of fun. But, uh, yeah, I've been there, too. And... It's not cool at the time, but it's fun to think about later. But I have seen these women. You know, women have an advantage over men when it comes to going into a bar. Because a lot of women, I'd say 98% of the women out there. I can't go with a full 100% for some reason. But 98% of the women out there, all they have to do is walk in the bar put their finger in the air and say, looking for sex and guys will line up because we're dogs. We hear the food bell, we come a running. And so, you know, there are some women out there that, you know, that's all they have to do. More power to them, truthfully. But there are women that get their eyes set on a certain guy. And this is something that I thought I'd never tell uh, on this podcast. I've told people about it. This one girl, she was pretty much all over me the whole night. She just decided, I like that guy. He, I'm, you know, I'm going to get that guy. And 
I was going through some bad stuff at that time, and I and it was truthfully, I really can't think of too many times where I went home with a girl from the bar. But this girl was, she seemed like she was way into me, and she, uh, so I thought, why not? Why not? Yeah, why not? You know, might as well get the get the experience. Boy, later on that night, did I regret that? See, I don't like walking away from a bed in pain and bloody. Uh, that's just not cool to me. I'm not into that. Some people are into that. I mean, if you're into that, good for you. But uh, no, I don't think so. Those women scare me. And it's just one of those things. It's another personality that you see in the bar. Now let's think about a couple things where it's more a little bit more androgynous, Let, you know, where it could be both applied to both men and women at the same time. I don't know where you're listening to this. I hope you're, uh, it's being listened to as far as this podcast thing can reach. But where I used to bartend, we had video poker machines, video lottery. We had people in there constantly playing video poker, video slots, because it was allowed in that state. I've watched people throw away hundreds upon thousands of dollars in these machines in hopes of winning a $600 jackpot. I've seen both men and women throw in entire paychecks in one night into the into these machines and just uh, lose it all. I even lost a couple customers. You know, I wouldn't see them. They were uh, big time poker players. I wouldn't see them for I don't know, maybe two, three months. And then all of a sudden, run across them a little bit later, and I say, "Hey, where the hell have you been?" And they said, "Um, Gamblers Anonymous," because I kind of spent my paycheck and emptied my bank account and emptied the register at work. And, you know, work said that if I go to Gamblers Anonymous, then they won't press charges. So, yeah, I kind of have to quit gambling. And in order to quit gambling, I got to quit going to the bar. Gamblers. Gotta love them. You know, it's like obsessive compulsive disorder in a way. They're always out there looking for that jackpot. Even if they're not looking for that jackpot, it's they start out saying, I'll just play 20, lose that 20. And then I'll, they say, well, I got to get that 20 back. So they put in another 20. Then they all of a sudden they realize, oh, I've just put $120 in this thing. Okay, uh, I got four, uh, 100 bucks left in my name. I got to win that back. $100, gone, boom, like it never existed. You know, you, it's one of those things where... You think that they should have just thrown the money into the bar and went home. You know, saved uh, saved a lot of their day. Been able, they probably would have been able to get home and watch Friends that night. But men, women alike, you can't be singled out in this sort of thing. Gambling did become a problem for a lot of people. I felt sorry for every single one of them. You know, hell, I even had a gambling problem for a little while just because it was so easy to get to. But... After a while, I started thinking, you know, this week I've thrown however much money, let's say $300 into these machines. 
and I'm, you know, I walk away with nothing and it's, it became actually for me, it became a way to avoid talking to people in the bar. Yeah. I'd go into a bar being in a, uh, to be in a social situation, but ultimately ignore everybody and just focus on this video poker machine being antisocial. And it's, you know, after a while it became a problem. I mean, uh, it was one of the reasons why that relationship that I had at that time was ruined, um, even though there were multiple other factors involved. And I've seen people's lives completely shattered. Uh, people go to jail because they embezzled from their company. People just... People that hit rock bottom. And, you know, I feel sorry for them. But you got to remember, you can gamble... But don't gamble money that you're going to miss. Like, there's, well, not just the video poker machines, pool players, too. I laughed my ass off one night. This dude came into the bar. He was a regular customer. And according to the rumors that I heard, well, let's, let's start before I heard the rumors. He walked into the bar with his pool cue and walked up to the nearest table and said, hey, I bet you $200 I can beat you in a game of eight ball. And the guy that he asked was like, um, are you sure? I don't know. Uh, well, I got $200. So yeah, okay, let's play. And so they played game lasted a whole 10 minutes and the kid just completely wiped him out. I just, the guy didn't stand a chance. And next thing I knew, I saw him grab his pool cue and very mad march right out the door. And uh, when I talked to the kid that he played, he's like, uh, that guy's in trouble. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And I said, well, apparently he's a little bit short on cash this month to pay his bills. So he thought he'd take his last dollar, come come in here, play a game of pool, win it so he could play his pay his bills. Now he has to go home and explain to his wife why they don't have any money instead of some money. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you got to be a little careful with that sort of thing. Girls too. I mean, there was one girl when, when the pool league came in, uh, everybody had to pay their dues for the pool league. And all of a sudden the girl disappeared. Nobody could find her. And so they start running around the bar trying to look for her. They couldn't find her. Looked in the bathroom, couldn't find her. They came up to me and said, Anthony, we're going to go check out the other bars in town. I promise we'll be back. Here's my credit card, just uh, just in case you think I'm going to walk out on my tab. And I said, hey, hey, no problem. Uh, and so they ran around town looking for her. They knew she had a video poker problem. And apparently she decided that uh, she could take the money that they paid for their dues to play in the pool league, just take it to a nearby poker machine. She could double it, no problem. And once she got past a certain level, she could just cash out, put the money that uh, belongs to the other people in her back pocket and keep playing with uh, the money that she won. Unfortunately, that did not happen. Uh, I don't actually know if she kept those people as friends after that. I don't know if I would keep a friend like that. Eh, I'd probably try to figure out a way to help her out. You know, try to 
maybe get her off playing poker or try to, you know, uh, you know, help her money situation, maybe. But, uh, yeah, that was an unfortunate event. Well, enough about the sleaze, enough about the dark side of the force. Let's have some fun. This is my favorite part of the show is where we get to listen to a little bit of music that you may have not heard before. Today, I'm bringing you an artist by the name of Sarah Impala from her album Tumbleweed. I bring you the song, Roll a Joint. Enjoy.
That was Sarah Impala with her song Roll a Joint from her album Tumbleweed. That's a fun song. That I mean, come on, admit it to me. That was a fun song. If you want to know more about Sarah Impala, you can go to her Facebook page. It is Sarah N. Dippity. That's C-E-R-A-N-D-I-P-I-T-Y on Facebook. Or you can go to her website, www.sarahimpala.com. That's www.c-e-r-a-i-m-p-a-l-a.com. There at sarahimpala.com, it's your first and best source for all information you're looking for, from general topics to more what you expect to find there. Just go there and download her album. You'll love it, I swear. I've listened to it. It's great. But it looks like we're at the end of the show. I'd like to thank Jordan from Mortimer's Bar in Charlotte, North Carolina for this week's drink. Go visit her sometime. She's a lot she's a real nice girl, really pretty, and fun to be around. And don't forget to download Sarah and Paula's album Tumbleweed. You can find her on www.sarahandpaula.com. And as usual, I want to tell everybody, stay safe out there. Remember, don't drink and drive. Try to drink responsibly. And it really doesn't matter if you're a whole Jekyll and Hyde type when you go out drinking. Just remember, you're out there to have fun and have a good time. Spend time with your friends. Until the next episode, I'm the dude. I'd like to tell everybody... I wish you have lots of love, lots of sex, lots of happiness, and good night. Hey everybody, I just want to give you one more reminder. If you're out and about and having a little bit too much fun, a little bit too tipsy to drive, call yourself an Uber. Just download the app, request a car, and they'll make sure you get home safe. And to help you out, if you use the invite code A-N-T-H-O-N-Y-W-26604-U-I, that's Anthony W-26604-U-I, you get $5 off your first ride. Make it way easy for you and make it way cheap. So remember, don't drink and drive. Call yourself an Uber.